A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually... Actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince. But it was a little chilly out, so I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. It, it, like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I, I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from thirty dollars. You got washable silk tops, really stunning fourteen karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. And welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. I'm Kate Spencer. And we're not experts. But we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. Yeah. Um, before we get going, I keep meaning to mention this, and I haven't, so but I'm now gonna going to mention it, which is we now have a long requested page on our website that lists all of our promo codes. Yes, to I believe anyone who's ever advertised on Forever 35. Yes, although I believe um, Lane, our assistant Lane, has been checking to make sure like some of the older ones still work. Yes, it was a valiant effort by Lane. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Lane. Um, So, you know, if you've been wanting to get any various things, a suitcase, a mattress, a meal kit. A toothbrush. All those. Yeah, all those things that, that we that we shill for <laughs> you can head on over to to our website forever35podcast.com and just click on the promos page and i will say we appreciate when you use our codes even yes. if you just click through and don't buy anything the advertisers that helps the show love that it helps us so yeah. if you are so inclined check them out yeah please it, do it helps us so we thank you for that so kate dory it's been a minute we haven't seen each other in a while 
I know. I there was a time yesterday where I was like, "What do I do? Where's Dory?" <laughs> like this has been too long. <laughs> I was like taking pictures of my skin and up and doing Instagram Ooh. stories on her Forever Thirty Five Instagram, and I almost put like, "This is what happens when I don't see Dory for a week and we don't record the podcast. I just talk into the void <laughs> with my tossy hair band on." Oh. But it's great to be back. It is great to see you. Yeah. We were we were in Boston with your child. With my child. New the first time you've ever flown with him. Yeah. And you know what? He was a champ. Yeah, so we did that. I'm I'm I apologize if I sound a little out of it today, but we just got back last night and got up very early because young Henry has not adapted to the time change. No, and you can't tell a baby like, "Hey, no. You're back in California." Yeah. He's like, "What?" I don't know. And you know, now that I'm back, I'm really going to try and throw myself into this home organization thing. Throw yourself how? Well, you know, I made that Google Doc. Oh, I will never forget <laughs> that Google Doc. I, did I share you on it? Yes. Yeah, I did. But again, I'm going to say, uh, read only. Well, I mean, I didn't want you messing around with it. No, I wouldn't have dared, <laughs> but I did want to copy it. Oh, I can. I can. Send I can me a send copy. you a copy because you had you had it formatted so nicely. You can't make a copy of a view only doc. I didn't try, but I just I think you, you can. can. Okay, I'll get yeah. back to that. Um, I mean, listeners, it is beautiful. It's got check boxes. <laughs> like it looks, like I said in a previous episode, out of a magazine. Oh, it's like Dory, real simple wow. chiffrier. Thank you, Kate. Um, actually, a couple listeners have asked to see the checklist. I will link to it in the show notes. View only. <laughs> That's fair. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, so everyone can can see what we're dealing with here. Because there's a lot. There is a lot. But you're going to rely on that checklist. You're going to lean on yep. it to guide yep. you. Yep. 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 And uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, as I mentioned on, on when I first discussed this, I feel like the daily tasks I f- I've kind of gotten down. Mm-hmm. It's the bigger problems that are still a problem. Yeah. So I've been working with my daughters mm. to really get them on board with some of the daily tasks. How's that going? It's they are, you know, I will say they are, they are sometimes just champs. That's awesome. I sat, my oldest was having a sleepover and I was like, the one condition is that your room has to be clean for the sleepover because it was like packed to the gills and, and you couldn't walk. And we sat together and we talked about, like, we went through everything, like, what can we keep? What can we get rid of? Let's make a home for these things. Let's put all your small figurines and stones in this box. I mean, we just really, we went through books. We put her clothes away. It felt good. And then the cool thing is afterwards, she felt very proud. Oh, that's cool. And her room has stayed tight. Now, it's been a week, but it has stayed organized enough. Like, I don't expect my kids to be you know, professional organizers, but I do want to instill in them some sense of like taking care of your space. Yeah. Respecting your things. Cause you know, honestly, whenever I try to teach them that stuff, I'm just trying to reteach myself that. Totally. You know what I'm saying? I do. So they've been, you know, they've been real troopers. That's great. Yeah. They sit at the table. They do. Wow. They do a lot. Oh yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about your skin. (laughs) Do you know how many listeners have DM'd or emailed to 
make the very possible correlation between the chin zits that I've been complaining about for a month and the Agustinus batter rich cream that I've been putting on my face for the past month. But didn't you say they started before so you got the cream? The chin zits began before I got the cream. Right. But new ones have emerged. You'll see this big one right here. There's another one next to it. I shall say I am starting my period. Okay. So I do think that probably has something to do with it. And I also pick at them so they mm. don't heal because they're just so deliciously addictive. Yeah, I get it. So I don't know if there is a connection between mm -hmm. the cream and the zits on my chin. Listen, if you suggested it to me, you are not alone. Yeah. There are many of you who have reached out and I appreciate it. One person was like, I hate to say it, but is the is it the bougie cream you've been putting on your face? love our listeners i mean so you know no lies detected there no it is a bougie cream it's a bougie cream and you have been putting it on your face i put it on my face for a month and i have stopped this week i, okay. I lasted a, a month okay and is the jar supposed to only last you a month i believe so morning and noon uh, morning and night application i see do you have any left well, I can't tell because it's not a see-through container. Oh. And in order to figure out how much I have left, I just have to keep pumping it out. Oh. So I'm happy to hand it over to you if you want to give it a whirl. I didn't dislike it. Yeah. It it felt I got the rich if you're if you're in the market for Agustinus Bader cream, I went with the Botter. rich butter. I'll never get it right. <laughs> I have such a thing with words. Uh, why can't I ever learn them? Think ba-ba. Okay, ba-ba-ba sheep. sheep. Okay. Mm -hmm. My Agustinus Botter rich cream. There we go. Uh, I liked it. Mm -hmm. uh, multiple people had said they went with the rich cream over the like regular mm -hmm. cream. So mm -hmm. I did that. Maybe that was a mistake. Mm. It was very thick and heavy. I liked the application putting it on you know i wonder if this was not the best season to try the rich cream you know i know it was summer maybe i'll revisit it in january yeah you know we also live in a warm climate totally. year round so this might not be might have been overkill it possibly but i do love year-round pouring oil onto my face right so and it's very dry here it is it is quite round. dry so again it, it just did not i didn't I didn't have the experience of after a month, like looking in the mirror and being like, wow, I'm visibly plumper and mm -hmm. my finer lines are reduced. And mm -hmm. really what it did was get me thinking. And my thought is products are nice and they feel great. And if you have something going on with your skin, they could quite help. But I also think like more or less, it's all doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I landed. I, it's it's left me more jaded. Interesting about skincare, isn't that wild? Because I wow. love putting. Now, granted, did I go to Target yesterday and buy the travel size Grace and Tonic line to try that out? I did. You did. You did yeah, that. I, I'm still on board, but it was just kind of like I don't know. There's no magic in a bottle. Mm. That's just where I've landed now. And I thus the podcast ended. <laughs> Forever 35 was over. Goodbye. <laughs> we we solved it. As we I, did. We like to say. I just, no, it just kind of left me feeling like, what's the, if this works for somebody, great. Like I've had friends who've been like, this is the most magical thing I've ever put on my face. Well, so I do think that that raises a, 
in all seriousness, I do think yes. that raises a, a, a good point, which is that there is no one size fits all solution. Exactly. And, and skin is individual. Yes. And also like, so are our emotional and, and psychological needs. Totally. And I think you have pretty uncomplicated skin. That is a great way so of putting it. So it stands to reason that a lot of products would quote unquote work for you. I mean, I shall say I have fine lines and nothing I've ever put on my face has ever reduced them, mm -hmm. um, which I'm also working on kind of like, okay. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. that's just, that is my face. Yeah. Um, but it did just, you know, I tend to be the kind of person who like, if a price tag is higher on something, I immediately feel like it's better. Mm -hmm. That is like a, just a thing in my brain that mm -hmm. has been that way my whole life mm -hmm. you know like if i'm in a store i will buy advil as opposed to the like store brand ibuprofen which i have trained myself out of but you know like that mm -hmm. just that kind of i'm very susceptible to branding and mm -hmm. late, like i'm not proud of that it's but it is it is the truth yeah so if someone's like here's this really fancy cream i'm like uh-huh this is the best so it's been a real journey all that being said dory i still really love vintner's daughter face oil which is expensive. Which is just as expensive as yep. this face cream. Yep, yep, yep. So have I learned anything? <laughs> so in conclusion. In conclusion, I went back to my expensive face oil today, which uh, I really love. And yeah. I and I know I just felt like it just felt good putting it back on. I don't know. So you've uh, just disproved your point. Yes, and the podcast goes on. Oh, thank God. Um, I also wanted to report that I got my mammogram results back. And they came back normal. Yay. So that's great. Yay. I got my yearly skin check at the dermatologist. All checked out. Uh, a lot of people asked me about this because I posted a picture on our Instagram. Mm. Um, and I highly recommend getting your skin checked once a year. Yes. Do you do that? Um, I have been bad about it. I went recently. I went when I was pregnant, actually, because I saw a mole that I hadn't mm. seen before that turned out to actually not be a mole. But I was like, oh boy, if I get skin cancer while I'm pregnant, that will not be a good look. So I scurried into the dermatologist that would be and very stressful. they ended up having to biopsy something else. Oh gosh, <laughs> um, but it was fine. Um, I, I, a lot of people were like, what is this? So, oh, interesting. Yeah. I think just because I'm fair and my dad has had skin cancer mm -hmm. that I've just always, I've known, I've always known I should be doing a yearly check. And at some points in my life, I have done a yearly check. And now I'm kind of trying to get back into the habit of it. Yeah. So if anyone is curious, it's just a yearly doctor's appointment with a dermatologist. They will check your whole body mm -hmm. for your freckles and moles and any other things going on in your skin and then one thing that listeners pointed out on our instagram is that like the eye doctor will also check your eyes for anything unusual a dentist will check the inside of your mouth because there can be growth in there you, you need to check under your fingernails and then also um you should check like your genitals mm -hmm. your vulva yeah and yep, the ob yep. can do that yep. and and so but you know my my dermatologist did check my butt cheeks mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but i have my the check by my ob but anyway yeah, yeah. get, get out they check in between your toes they check your yep, scalp they check your scalp everywhere yeah because that you know melanoma can pop up anywhere totally so that was just a nice self-care thing a health self-care thing that i did that i i'm glad to hear that well you know what some people do is they schedule all of their yearly stuff around their birthday oh that's interesting so it like because it's like a, a reminder an annual reminder um 
So that's something I've been like, oh, yeah, I should do that. And then like, I don't do it. Because there are a lot of yearly checkups like dentist, skin, now mammogram, pap yep. smear. Like there's there's a whole plus your general physician. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you got to eye doctor. I went to the eye doctor while you mm-hmm, were gone. Mm-hmm. Basically wow. took care of my health while you were. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what didn't you do? <laughs> now, Kate, you have written on here. Oh, also, I got a bang. <laughs> and I thought you were going to walk in here with a whole fringe that you had neglected to tell me about. For me, I got a bang. Like, it's just a little bit of a layer in the front. Ah. But for me, it is a. it feels like I have. Um, Wait, did you also get your hair cut while I was gone? Oh, I got a cut. I got my oh. yearly color. Guys, she's just, she's a different person. <laughs> <I'm> blonder. <laughs> the guy really went for it with my highlights, wow. my balayage. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I got my cut. Yeah, I did it all, Dory. <laughs> I had to get it out. You know, we weren't recording the podcast. So I, I had some free time. Look, I get it. I mean, the next time you go on vacation, wait till you see what I look like when you come back. <laughs> come back completely different. Yeah. <laughs> Bleach blonde. Already planning it. <laughs> and uh, no, yeah, I just got it done because I, I, I do balayage in my hair, but I'm very low maintenance. So I do it like once a year. Mm-hmm. So I had to do And my, for our listeners who might not know, can you explain what balayage is? It's basically is? painted on highlights. So they don't start at your root. They kind of paint all over. That's uh, I'm clearly not a hairstylist, so I cannot fully explain it. Oh my god, Dory's baby is near us. Oh, sorry, I'll I'll stare at him after. Um. So yes, I did my hair as well, and and I did get some face framing layers. Interesting. That for me qualify as a bang. Your hair is up right now, so I can't really see the full effect. But as know. soon as we finish, I will I, take it down. Yes, I will ask you. It's to very. Take it down. I, I have not washed it in a few days i have been wondering if i should get bangs again because of my hair falling out okay so where is it still you're still experiencing the fallout yes the literal fallout of yes the fallout and what do you think bangs would i don't want to say improve upon but how would they make you feel like, what i are you feel like they would kind of cover up my hairline which i feel like is thinning and i don't like how it looks i say why not on okay. the other hand bangs i have you know as you know, I've had bangs. I've had bangs a lot. Yeah. And they are a pain in the ass. I will say I really like you sans bang. Oh, why, thank you. It's a good look on you. Thank you. I, you know, I, it's it's a new look for me. Now, oftentimes after having a child or after going in, through any, any huge life thing, oftentimes we gravitate toward a haircut mm-hmm. to kind of mm-hmm. not make us feel better, but do something. Yeah. There's some kind of magic of cutting off your hair. Yes. That you feel I agree. like it will solve everything. Are you worried that you might be making a rash um, decision? Maybe. I mean, I got my hair cut at the very end of the period when I still had a lot of hair, mm. as I described on the podcast. And now that I'm losing my hair, I'm like, well, do I just wait until it stops? What do I do? I don't know. Maybe it's like the clothes, like you just buy the clothes that fit you. You don't wait for your old clothes to fit. You should never, I I, I think in general, this whole idea of like going back to the before that s- somehow is such a part of childbirth for women, like mm-hmm. that, or like this narrative that we experience, like it's not real. Yeah. Like this whole like, well, I'll fit back into my old jeans and I'll be this like, no, time is moving forward. Totally. You know, and I think it's so unfair, this weird societal 
thing of like, well, you'll, you know, the language. Get your body back. Get your body back. I was back in my pre-baby jeans. Yeah. I just, all that stuff is such bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, preach. (laughs) So, you know, I don't think you have to wait anything out. Whatever feels good to you Mm -hmm. right now. Yeah. You know, maybe cut. The, The thing I have come made peace with is that hair will grow back. Yeah. And if you get bangs. I mean, one thing I've been thinking about for the first time in years is color. Whoa, I was not expecting you to say that. Yeah. Have you ever colored your hair? Yes. I used to color my hair and get highlights all the time. Oh, no way. Yeah, way. What would you do? Because you've got such cool black hair. I I don't know. Like, I used to dye my hair red. Oh, my gosh. Like, auburn red in college. Yeah. You could get some cool I also feel like over the years, my hair has gotten darker. It's very, it's, I don't know if it's full black, but it's, it's very like, dark. Yeah, it's great. Um, Yeah, so maybe some low lights, just some like mm. movement, as they say. Yes, dimension. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, whatever, you know, if it if it's within your means. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. not? Thinking about it. Oh, I would love you with some red. Oh, well, thank that you. That could be fun. It could be fun. Could be like a little zhuzh. Now, would you ever get like a Parisian bob with like a thick bang? I used to have that haircut. I'll get back into it. I have that. That is like my classic haircut that I had from the time I was like two years old <laughs> to like twenty five. Basically, I'll show you pictures. I support it. I mean, now look, I did basically get a pixie cut after my second child was born. I will not be doing. That. I would not recommend drastic hair changes. Yeah. That was a shock to the system. Yeah. I've never had super short hair like that. I've never had a pixie cut. I'm not like confident enough to pull it off. I wasn't. No. But red highlights? I mean, yes. I don't know. Do it. Just throwing it out there. Um, Dory, we're recording this uh, right before Rosh Hashanah. Yes. The Jewish New Year. Yes. And you will be celebrating this year. I will. And that's a part of your self-care. Yeah. Well, I've been wanting it to become a part of my self-care. I mean, early on in the podcast, I feel like one of your intentions was to research synagogues. Yes. And I found one. I've been there once (laughs) that I like. That I Yeah. And I'm going to take Henry. They're having a children's service in Rosh Hashanah. I'm going to take him to the children's service. And then a friend and I are going to go to their Yom Kippur service. Yom Kippur is the Day of Atonement for anyone who doesn't know. where We atone for everything that happened in the previous year. We just get it all done in one fell swoop. I'm also not going to fast this year. You're supposed to fast from sundown to sun to sundown to sundown. Um, but I'm nursing. I'm not going to fast. I actually haven't fasted in a long time. Although now that I don't drink coffee fasting would probably be easier you you can't drink coffee no um and is there a certain meal that you eat on the sundown when you break the fast yes it's called the break fast yeah like breakfast sounds good but it's at night and people often make like breakfasty foods oh cool yeah but i probably won't be able to go because matt will be working and anyway but yeah, I'm excited. I really like the Jewish New Year. Like, I like the symbolism of it. I also like the timing of it's it. The, it's such a great timing. Yeah. Like, the New Year should start in the fall. Yes. I agree with that. Not January Not 1st. January. I mean, what were we thinking? So I like September as a kind of time for 
taking stock and thinking about the past year and what we want to do for the next year and kind of who we want to be. And, and, uh, yeah, you know, I had a baby this year. You had a lot this past year. I had a lot. So it's a very uh, meaningful holiday, I think. Is there any, any kind of intentions or goals you're setting out for yourself as you head into this new year? I think I will think about some intentions. I haven't really thought about them yet. Um, but I would like to kind of think about that. So, yeah. Well, happy new year to you. And Thank you. All our listeners. Yeah. And if you are also celebrating, happy new year to you. Yeah. Um, great. Well, should we take a little break? Because we should. Because when we come back, we're talking to Karen Travers. ABC News correspondent. ABC News correspondent. NBD. And listener of Forever 35. I mean, she really... Look, the first time she tweeted about this podcast, I was like, what? Yeah. A person I follow who covers politics listens to Oh, yeah. We should say White House correspondent. White House correspondent. Karen Travers. And actually did the interview with us while in the White House. Yeah. I mean... We were like, wait, are you in the White House right now? And she's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Just in their (laughs) office in the White House. Yeah. You know? But Karen is so cool has done a ton so impressive and has and has recently really incorporated her own self-care practices in her life so she's really fun to talk to yeah stay tuned stay tuned life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling superpower short. The superpower short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let Let me just tell you why. Yeah, get into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say, like, I, I I, don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like, get this off of me. <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see how also, it could like, be. 
Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year, I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the US and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So, this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be Redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat 
gold jewelry and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Our guest today is Karen Travers. Karen, we're so pumped you're on Forever 35. Thank you so much for having me. My book club is going to be very excited because now book club is talk about the latest episode of Forever 35 podcast club. So this is great. And one of my dear friends at ABC has been just like giddy, Emily, about me doing this. So thank you guys. This is great. Oh my gosh. Well, hello, Karen's book club. Hello, Emily. (laughs) Um, We would love to introduce our listeners to you. I'm going to read your bio. Karen Travers is a Washington-based correspondent for ABC News, a native of Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Karen graduated in 2000 with a degree in American government from Georgetown, and she earned a master's degree in liberal studies from Georgetown in 2003. Go Hoyas, I believe. Is that right? Dory is laughing at me. It is. (laughs) (laughs) She was a campaign embed on the Bush Cheney 2004 campaign and has reported on the trail for every election cycle since then. She was a producer reporter for the second Bush term and both terms of President Obama. She is currently based at the White House covering all aspects of the Trump administration, including policy, staff shakeups, the ongoing Russia probe and traveling with the president in the U.S. and overseas and is a fellow this fall semester at the Georgetown University Institute of Politics. Her work can be seen across the 200 ABC News affiliate stations and her radio Radio reports can be heard on 1,650 radio stations and multiple digital distributors. And Karen lives in Washington, D.C. with her husband, John Anderson, and their three children, including a set of twins. Yes. (laughs) They're a handful. Wow. Do you sleep, Karen? I do. I don't sleep a lot. I think my goal would be to lights out by 10, 15, 10, 30, and then the alarm goes off just before five. But I hit a couple snoozes before jumping out of bed. I work an early shift, which is nice with having three kids. I can I get in by 6 a.m., uh, but that means I'm home for dinner, which is great. I actually wanted to ask if you could like walk us through a typical day with, with the understanding that there is mm-hmm. no typical day, but kind of what is your, what is your day from the time you wake up yeah. to the time you go to bed? So I wake up and the first thing, of course, is to look at my phone. And I'm very lucky that ABC is is such a 24-hour news operation. So when I first get up, there are already emails in my inbox helping me get ready for the next couple of hours. Uh, We have producers on our White House team who work overnight because things are happening overseas. And also the president likes to stay up later than me. And he's tweeting often late at night. So get in around 6 and start... uh, checking in, making sure I'm fully read in and all of the developing stories and start filing for radio. I do radio from about 7 a.m. till 
10 a.m. live. So we call them two ways where you're talking to stations across the country. Anchors, you just jump into their soundboard and they ask you questions. We're part of their morning drive. While that's happening, filing for radio, writing scripts for our digital platform, ABC News Live, which I'm also running out to the White House North Lawn to tape in between all of the radio hits. Uh, And then, of course, during all of that, that's when the president starts tweets in the morning, usually right before seven. Throughout the rest of the day, then, it's a combination of doing some live hits for our digital platforms uh, and then writing a script for television that goes out to the ABC stations for their five o'clock shows that really zeroes in on one key issue at the White House each day. Wow. And then, sorry, no, go ahead. And then once you get home, what time do you get home? And then what happens? Yeah, that's the nice thing with working the earlier shift. I can leave somewhere in the, you know, four or five thirty range is when I try to get out of here. And some days I'll go straight home um, and be there when the kids are getting home from school. Um, But I try to exercise like that's, you know, Brought of my big self care is trying to get out of here by four thirty, running, doing a little bit of exercise, bar classes, uh, and then heading home. And it's so nice to have that forty five minutes to an hour where I put my phone down. That said, there are like signs in our office of if I don't answer my phone between four thirty and five thirty, call the studio because it probably means I'm in a class and you have to reach me. And it's happened before; they've pulled me out of class to wow. to redo some things or have some breaking news. But I find that at the end of the day, it's just so much and to have a little bit of a mental break. And that's actually where I listen to you guys download the episode and try and walk for 30 minutes to take the long way to the metro or take the long way home uh, and catch a bus. Just have a little bit of non-politics and non-Trump time. Wow. Wow. What an honor. What an honor <laughs> to get to be the 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you so- are my non-Trump time. Oh, so then when you get home, your kids do you have to pick up your kids like i'm just just kind of wondering Mm -hmm. how this all how does this all work it's like a jenga game that's you know always on the verge of falling apart but we have been so fortunate so uh my i went back to work in the spring of 15 or 16 after i had been on maternity leave with the twins and we hired a full-time nanny who lived in our neighborhood and was lucky that she could stay late come in early if we needed her to Uh, so she was there to pick up our eldest at school, she was with the younger twins uh, and kept things running on time. Unfortunately, now the twins are in preschool uh, here in D.C., so we parted ways with our nanny. She has another full-time job, but we have a part-time babysitter nanny who does the school pickup, which is great, just to give us a little bit of flexibility in the afternoons. But, you know, the question I always get when I do an event or just with colleagues, younger colleagues especially, is like, how do you do this? I'm like, I'm not doing this by myself. I'm doing this because... I have an amazing nanny and I'm doing this because my parents live two hours away in Philadelphia and can drive down on a moment's notice if we need to. And we have to do that all the time when I'm traveling, my husband's traveling, uh, you know, our nanny <laughs> must joke the stories she has of working for us during the first years of the Trump administration. The night that the president fired Jim Comey, I was at a playground with her and the kids. I probably just left work, met her. We were all hanging out and every phone starts ringing and texting and emails and everything. And I just basically was like, I gotta go. And I ran to get back to the White House. And 10 minutes later, I was like, I hope she was okay staying late for us tonight because I didn't really check, but she went with it seamlessly and it was fine. But I think it's so important to talk about the behind the scenes people, see what working mothers do and what working women do, but they're only able to do that because of the incredible support system that's behind the scenes. And I don't think they get enough credit. 
Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Um, I mean, I, I'm just, I, you know, I have a now almost five month old and mm-hmm. it, it, it has become so complicated juggling a lot of stuff. And I, my job is <laughs> much less stressful than yours. <laughs> so so that's doing, why I'm, become- that's why yeah, I'm just, just keep asking. Organizing, right? yeah. you, know, you, you can't, nothing can be left up to chance. How do you find moments of calm? Because I imagine, you know, working and breaking news, there really is no downtime. You mentioned like you can be at a playground and you get summoned to the White House instantaneously. That's really, you know, it almost feels like it might be hard to ever fully relax because there's <laughs> always the chance that, something huge could be happening and you're going to be needed at a moment's notice. And that's just professionally. So mm-hmm. what have you, what have you implemented to kind of help you help you take care of yourself? And I think you have to get to a point where you feel confident in your job and in your status in your job to say, I'm going to be offline for a bit, but call me if you need, you know, if my phone rings, that's fine. But I don't want to be staring at my email all day on a weekend because chances are nothing's going to happen for a couple of hours. And that's just wasted time of me picking up the phone, looking at it. Nothing new has happened. Oh, just a couple of tweets or, you know, alerts about something. But I don't need to worry about that, especially if I'm off. And you've reported from the campaign trail, which is kind of notoriously grueling. I mean, your job is notoriously grueling, but the campaign trail (laughs) seems like another level of grueling. How did you keep your sanity while you were doing that? It it feels like a thousand years ago. And I talked to our campaign off airs and that's the reporters that are out on the trail now for us. It's a younger person's game. I was Mm. 24, 25 when I was doing it. And yeah. you do it once and you don't want to do it again because it's so, I mean, you want to, you want to stay in politics, but you don't want to be out every day like that yeah. because it's, it's a life change. You put your life on hold. Some people pack up their apartments because you're just not going to be there for potentially a year. Uh, and back then that was dating myself, but it's like, it was before Twitter. It was yeah. before iPhones. I had a Blackberry, but the amount that we were asked to do in one second, in an instant, it's just nothing compared to what the mm. people who are out there right now are doing. There's just so much pressure to always be filing, always be the first person to get something on social media. I honestly don't know how they do it. They're not sleeping a lot, but you can also look at it as like, this is a finite amount of time. Only one candidate's going to go all the way to the end. So you have a couple months, you know, take as much out of this as you can, and then you catch up on your sleep after your candidate drops out. Yeah. It must be exhilarating too. I mean, it must be a really fun, exciting rush. It is. It, it's it's so exciting. I mean, we all say like we're getting paid to travel the country and to talk to people and hear amazing stories and learn from people who are impacted by the policies we cover. It's great to get out of Washington. You're covering things from the White House or the Capitol Hill angle of things, and that's it, it's it's wonky. It's process. It's a fight. It's partisan. But then you go out and you're doing a healthcare story from the road and you're realizing you know, this, this is real and this is really critical for so many people. It's always a great reminder then when you get out of the beltway, as they like to say, uh, and also traveling abroad too, and just being able to see how people view the United States, how they view institution of the White House and the presidency. There's nothing like traveling in a motorcade in a foreign country and seeing people with American flags lined up on the side of the road waving and they're waving at us and they don't realize it's just a bunch of reporters in the van, but it's still really exciting. (laughs) 
I um, always wave back. <laughs> they probably are like, oh, hey. <laughs> Um, political reporting itself is also kind of a notoriously cutthroat industry. And I'm wondering how you have navigated this. I think what people might not realize is it's cutthroat. You want to be first. You want to have a better scoop than your colleagues at the other networks or news outlets. Um, but it's so collaborative at the same time. You mm. know, our team covering the White House, I, I'm sitting six inches away from two colleagues, a producer and a correspondent. We cram four of us every day into something that's barely the size of a walk-in closet. And the walls are very thin. So you hear what everybody in the other booths are saying, our competitors. And we also do have to work together because the way the White House structure works is when the president has those moments in the Oval Office, we all can't go in. It's just not big enough. So we rotate days. ABC's day, then it's CBS, then it's CNN, and we share all that video. So you do end up having some collaboration on the broader coverage of things. But mm-hmm. it is it is very competitive, especially in this era where on a given day, we're covering 10 different storylines. You can pick up a little nugget here or there that might advance something. Um, and, you know, we're always trying to get something that somebody else doesn't have, but I think also do it right, do it well, and and get it right. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering crappiness. Story. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, Mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We've gotten a lot of questions about how to kind of best support friends and family who are going through a rough time. Mm-hmm. And um, what were the best things people did for you while your twins were in the NICU and after? And I guess also, like, what do you wish people had done? Yeah, the, the food was fantastic because it just enabled us to not think about something major every day. We had our daughter was two and a half. She was in daycare. I actually went back to work while the kids were in the hospital um, because it's, at some point I couldn't sit there all day. It yeah. was just really stressful. It was exhausting. I mean, you know this if you've cared for a loved one who's sick. There's nothing I, I could do. Uh, they were in the hands of the doctors and incredible nurses. So after four weeks, I went back to work for about seven, seven and a half weeks. And I would work from about 6 a.m. to 3, go to the hospital from about 3 to 7, and then we'd come home and have food. And it was so nice that we didn't have to worry about that. Uh, it was just a thing that we could say pop it in the oven. This was great. But the other thing that was, I, I think so much about that time was just the text or email that said, you don't have to respond. You don't have to, you know, check in at any point. I'm just letting you know, I'm thinking about you. And I loved sitting there in the hospital and would just get a note from a high school friend or somebody from York ABC that I hadn't talked to in ages, but just to say, I'm thinking of you and no expectation that I had to get into a big back and forth with them. Those types of things would just make you smile. Yeah. We have to transition <laughs> to one of my favorite self-care practices of all time, which is watching Shit's Creek because yes! you have recently discovered <laughs> what I would argue is the greatest show ever made ever of all time. Apologies yes. to the Sopranos. And <laughs> I would love to know, <laughs> did you discover Shit's Creek because of this podcast? Yes, I will pat you all on the back to say, oh my God, I just sounded like Alexa there. <laughs> like, I said that. I find myself talking like her after watching the episodes. And I'm like, okay, it's a nice homage, but like, I've got to rein that back in when I get to work. Uh, but yes, you guys talked about it. I didn't know what the show was. And I was like, how have I missed this? It was already, I think, season four at that point. And I can't believe I missed this major pop culture moment. And we are obsessed with it. It's like, the most delightful 22 minutes. I, I compare it to what Brooklyn Nine-Nine was for us. Mm. I love that show so much. We binge watched that when the twins were in the hospital. I say, if I ever met Andy Samberg, I would like weep and hug him and tell him like what a huge thing he was for our family to just make us happy on days where like they were really tough, but we could just laugh for 22 minutes. We're not going through a tough time like that right now, but I find that the end of a really tough day 22 minutes of David is just like all I need to make everything seem fine. It's so entertaining. I love that that has become part of your self-care. That feels, yeah. feels like my job here is done. Yeah. <laughs> you can retire now. Can can retire. Much else. So like 22 minutes of TV, that's good. We'll take it. And my husband can do it with me. He loves it. My six-year-old daughter likes it, which is okay for some episodes, but not for all. So we have to kind of screen and pick and choose, but she gets such a kick out of the costumes that Moira is wearing. Oh, she's so great. How do you, you know, I wonder like when you do have a really hard day, mm-hmm. 
how do are you able to let things slide off your back? Do you have any rituals or practices that you have to kind of help you recover from a particularly challenging either professional or personal experience? I think the kids are so helpful for that. There's nothing as humbling as, you know, three and a half year olds who don't care what you do and don't care, you know, how stressful a day was or what the president said to you when you asked him a tough question. You go home and you can have a chat with them and all they want to talk about is the fire drill at school that day. And it's like, we'll talk about that for two hours. It's just a nice perspective because I would think like LA where it's a, you know, a one industry town. can be very consuming. Politics is a very consuming thing. So you go out with friends, politics comes up. uh, At the sidelines of a soccer game, people are talking about their jobs. It's, I think, helpful to try and step away from that and have something else going on. And for us, it's the kids being able to take a nice walk in Rock Creek Park for a couple of hours on the weekend and keep the phone in the backpack and not look at it. Um, But again, like I said before, it's like, it's all always looming there. You always know that the phone is probably blowing up in the backpack. But I think just forcing myself to read a book, stay off Twitter, and of course, have a glass of wine at the end of the night too. As someone who has to appear on TV often, Mm -hmm. do you do your own makeup and hair? And if so, do you have products that are your ride or die products? So this is a great question. We luckily have hair and makeup that we can go to, but that's at our bureau, which is a couple blocks away from the White House. So I can't get there in the morning. I mean, I could if I decided to wake up at 4.30 instead of 5 and pop by the bureau on the way to the White House. Also, if you do any travel campaign, uh, White House, any breaking news, you have to know how to do it on the road. So we all have gotten, I hope, pretty good at doing our own makeup. Um, I... I like Laura Mercier. That's the products I've used for many years. I have very sensitive skin, so I have to be so careful of trying anything new, especially if it's in the middle of a work week. I had a very unfortunate incident several years ago with a new powder, and my face like exploded in welts. Thank God it was a Friday, because I wouldn't have been able to work the next day, oh my because my face was so red. Uh, but they Sephora favorite. They took it back. No problem. I showed them a photo of me the day before and they were horrified. (laughs) Like, We'll take it back. It's fine. Um, But sticking to the same products has been, I think, so I really like Laura Mercier for my own kit. Um, Now that I'm over 40, I'm much more focused on under eye concealer than I was a couple years ago. Uh, And I love the bare minerals, uh, like the stick to it put on and uh, that seems to work well. But the other thing that, and tell me if you guys have means that this is so weird. But so I, I'm a redhead. And luckily for me, I haven't had any gray hairs yet. So this is great because that's going to be really expensive once I have to start dealing with that problem. Yes. But I have gray eyebrows <laughs> coming in. And Ooh. if I don't do something about it, it looks like I have like white or blonde eyebrows. And it's very strange. So there's a great um, NYX, super cheap Auburn eyebrow pencil. So any redheads listening, this is like my go-to. Uh, and that makes it look like I'm human and normal, but it's a very strange thing. And my hairstylist is like better there than on your head. So we can figure this out. That is a hot tip. That's a great a pencil. Oh, mm-hmm. Nick's again, we talk. Is that about- what it is? Sorry, Nick. No, what yeah, did you whatever. say? You said NYX. Oh, NYX. Know. Oh, I don't know. I've don't never, know. again, I've never met the founders of the company to ask, <laughs> but they, they come up a lot as yeah, like do. really affordable, great products constantly. Yeah. Big fans. Big fans. 
Yeah, I also like that um, the Sonia Kashuk, the Target line of brushes. Mm-hmm. All of my brushes are from there, which is great. There's like a nice um, foundation, buffing foundation brush that just goes on so nicely. Because with HD TV, like you can't just cake on makeup for TV. Right. You have to apply it very carefully and specifically because you will see every little concealer line that you're trying to make. So you have to be careful and that blends really well. What about hair? I flatter my hair myself. I have very curly hair and I do it straight for work. Um, So I'll dry it. I'll I'll wash it the night before. I can't do too much heat. So wash it the night before, let it air dry overnight, and then quickly do a blow dry in the morning at the White House. If you came into the White House press area around 6.30, you just hear blow dryers from all the different network posts as everybody's getting ready for the rest of the day. Uh, and then I'll use a flat iron. So I try to not do it every couple of days just because the heat is so much. I don't wash my hair every day. Um, but I used to have long, curly hair, but was once told to not wear it that way on TV. And that's changed. You can do it now. But that, that comment is always stuck in my head from like 12 or 13 years wow. ago. And it was a man who said it that it was distracting and he didn't hear anything I said because he was distracted by my hair. Well, Karen, we're so thrilled to have you on and we're so grateful that you're a listener as well. So thank you so much for that. Thanks our day. Uh, no, it's lovely. I, I decided, like, I hit 40, and I like things that are demographically targeted to me, like shows that are about people my age. And then I discovered your podcast because a friend recommended it. And I was like, oh, this is good. I can this is adding to my demographic things that bring me joy. Where can <laughs> our listeners find you to follow you on social media and on TV? Oh, yeah, Twitter, Karen, at Karen Travers. I like getting nice tweets. So. <laughs> No criticism of curly hair, please. Uh, And I post all my stories there every day. Awesome. Well, Karen, thank you again so much for taking time out of your very busy day. Are you at the White House right now? I am. Well, thanks again, Karen. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Yeah. Okay. Bye. 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 When Karen said she gets to work at 6 a.m., did you have the same reaction I did? Of just like, wow, I'm tired just imagining. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and the the challenges, you know, I think it's very meaningful for us when we speak to people in careers very different from ours. Yes. Because you do realize just how in- intense mm-hmm. and extraordinary the work people do is. I did like what she was saying about caregivers, though. That like we often don't acknowledge yeah. their role. Yes. And she was like, I couldn't do this without, you know, paid help. Yeah. I think that's very, especially in the system we've kind of been set up in where there mm-hmm. is not a lot of time afforded to working right. parents. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, Kate, mm-hmm. how did your carried over intention go well it went okay because again you were gone for four days so i had some time to <laughs> i should up. leave more often my home would be immaculate <laughs> uh you know i i got through a lot of it um and and again and we i cleaned my daughter's room with my daughter which was like really good because her room was making me crazy but also kind of like meaningful yeah so no is it my house perfect no it's still a mess but some of the real like torture spots yeah are resolved great and that feels great good so i'm gonna try to keep at it of course like some new piles are blooming okay growing all right um but i feel 
cautiously optimistic. Good. Cautiously optimistic. And what yes. about this week? I mean, this is a very straightforward one. I have to stop picking these pimples on my face. Mm. Like, I must. I mean, I am a pimple popper, so I have, I don't have strong it's, words of advice. It's not even popping. It's that, like, these two over here have scabbed, and then I just keep scraping at the scabs. I mean, I know Ugh. this is visceral and not yeah. pleasant to listen to, but... You know when you just start picking up little ticks? Yes, I do. Right now, like, my whole chin area is just a a, a tick. <sighs> That's really frustrating. Do you have the um, the little pimple stickers? The <laughs> patches? Yes, the patches. Yes, I Thank wore you. one yesterday, and I actually think that is the most effective thing. That is what I found. Yes. Because whether or not they actually, quote, unquote, work, at least for me, they get me to stop picking and that I think is helpful. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reapply and put them on because they do also prevent. I, and I can also still just like touch them, but the stickers right. on top, so exactly. my germy hands aren't getting all over yeah. them. So there we go, just trying to heal some of these okay zits I got on my face. All right, you know. But I also I embrace them with love. Good, you know. Yes, they're part of me as they have embraced you. They have. They love me back. <laughs> Dory, you last week were trying to pack ahead of time for your trip to Boston. Yes, and I made a very extensive checklist. You succeeded. And I succeeded um, with the help, I should say, of Henry's nanny, Holly, who is a godsend. Um, but she helped me gather all the stuff together. And yes, Kate. Raising my hand because I want to ask, you were so successful at packing. What is unpacking like for you? So when we got home last night, I unpacked Henry's suitcase. I just felt like there was some stuff in his suitcase that he uses every night, like his hairbrush. You take such good care of this child. I don't know if I ever brushed my children's <laughs> hair. Well, you know, he had cradle cap for a right. very long time and brushing their hair slash scalp helps with that. Cradle so. cap is essentially like a dry peeling scalp. Yeah. yeah. Um, and now I've just continued doing it because he looks cute when you brush his little hairs. Um, but there was like a bunch of stuff in his suitcase that I was like, oh, we need this for tonight or tomorrow morning. I might as well just unpack it. And then once I got started, I was like, here we go. But my suitcase is still on my bed, half unpacked. I do like to unpack quickly though. So, um, hopefully I will do that tonight. Wow. I'm impressed. Thanks. When we get to a hotel, I always unpack, like right away. I do too. It's the packing, the uh, the unpacking at, at home. home yeah, I hear that takes a week. I mean, Matt usually never unpacks, and so you're leaving again. You know, you yeah. just keep it all in the suitcase. Um, and then this week, I really want to go through my closet and only leave in the stuff that fits and put the rest in storage. You have a storage space. Well, I think I can fit it. I think I can get another underbed storage mm -hmm. box and put a lot of stuff in there. This is a little tip I picked up at my uh, mother and baby class. And I think it would really help because right now when I'm trying to decide what to wear, I look in my closet and I just get sort of like overwhelmed and sad. I'm like, well, that doesn't look good. I don't like how that fits. Oh, that I can't even button that, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it just feels like depressing. And so just having, it's almost like a capsule. Yeah. Um, just having those clothes available to me, I think, will help me mentally. Did you successfully do the like 10 cap, 10 by 10 capsule? 10 by 10. Yes. I did. I did it. I definitely did it once. And I think I started it 
another time and didn't finish it. Dare I say we venture? Oh, interesting. And try that again. Because I've been tempted as well. I mean, I've basically been doing it. Yeah. So I feel like I wonder if it would just nudge you and it might be kind of fun with. I don't think I'm ready for that right now because I'm so because I've been wearing so many outfits over and over and over again that it just feels I don't think it would feel good. It would almost feel like oppressive. Yeah, exactly. But that is fair. At some point. I might try it. I've, I've thought about doing it and I've never. I have a hard time with the shoe part of it, but if I could just do 10. Well, some people say you can exclude shoes. I might have to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this week you're going to put things in storage. Yep. Leave what's in your closet. Yep. That's, that fits. I can't wait to see what you have in there. Oh, thanks. You might also find something. Is it possible that like you haven't worn in a while that. That actually fits. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Shop your closet. <laughs> yep. Well, here we are. End of the show back here again. Yeah. You can always call us at 781-591-0390 or email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. We, you, oh, sorry. I was just going to mention yes. that we put out the call for listeners' favorite product dupes. Oh, yes. On our previous mini On the mini app. So we are planning on discussing dupes on a future episode. Dupes of hazard. <laughs> you just came up with the episode That's got to be the title. Um. Yeah, so call us or email us with your favorite skincare, makeup, anything dupes. Yeah, we really love, we love a dupe. We love a dupe. Um, you can also join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever thirty five podcast. The password there is serums. There's also a ton of spin-off groups that you can join that are very lively. We received a really lovely call from a listener who had been going through a really hard year and said they found a ton of support in the Forever 35 subgroups. Yeah. And so I just want to shout out all those groups and all the moderators who run them. Yeah. We really, yeah, it's an amazing community. You are it. So thank you so much. Uh, If you like the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, tell a friend. And if, you know, you really like us, you can shout us out on Yield social medias. And a reminder that all products mentioned are always on our website, forever35podcast.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at Forever35Podcast and on Twitter at Forever35Pod. And Forever35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer. Produced and edited by Sammy Junio and Lane Hammer is our assistant. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.